G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our weekly update. This is our third episode of the 2021 series, Michael. Yes, and a fair bit going on at the moment. A bit of news coming out as well. I know, it's kind of like early in the season, but we always get a bit of news to talk through, and this is no difference. Absolutely any little morsel we're going to be chewing on at the moment, <laughs> Dale, let's face it. All right, well, let's start with some 2021 news, Michael. Um, mm-hmm. First up semi-finals now there was a lot of debate will we have another draw for the semi-finals that's not taking place we're keeping exactly the same as it was last year what do you think about that yeah absolutely the right decision i mean it was we have all the same returning countries we have uh, why redo the draw people already have tickets uh, this just seems the most sensible point of view, and uh, well done. It was like good to see common sense get. Uh, Look, I, I think it doesn't make sense. We've got the same countries. You're right with tickets in case it does go through as full scenario A or even B. Um, mm-hmm. You know that makes a lot of sense. Um, so for Australia's sake, we're in semi-final one. Yes. Um, known artists Montaigne is up against is Anna Soklic from Slovenia, Effendi from Azerbaijan, the fan favourites Hooverphonic from Belgium, <laughs> um, the new artists from Cyprus, Idina Laney from from Israel, Destiny from Malta, and Go A from Ukraine. So again, same situation as last year. A lot of female vocalists up against each other in our semi-final. Yeah. And we'll see what uh, Melia Festival and kicks up as well, because obviously Sweden in that semi-final as well. But look, the whole thing just made sense. It just... The least amount of disruption at this point, the better. Exactly. For the better cause, is better... I probably for Australia might have liked another draw, but it's <laughs> I, I totally get it. Now, look, the other big news was um, live backup tape for the competition. Now, what that actually means is every single uh, country taking part next year must record a live, I guess, performance mm-hmm. by the end of March, yes. just in case. The scenarios turn out badly, lockdown, or you can't go, or even last minute, if an artist is in Rotterdam and can't perform, there will be a live performance that can be shown on the night of Eurovision. Yeah, look, I mean, the EBU is very big on having backups all the time. They record the rehearsals, they record all sorts of stuff. This seems like a really good insurance policy, where if particularly if we, if we have scenario D with remote everyone has some sort of level playing field that we can drop back on and the EBU can actually still keep broadcasting as they like to do without too much of a hiccup. It just makes sense. It seems very sensible. Um, you know, the rules around it seem pretty stringent as well. Yes. Yeah. So you've got, you can only, you've got 60 minutes to do it. You mm-hmm. get three takes. It must be live. An EBU um, representative will be watching from live feed, afar, apparently, yep. yeah. as well as Ernst & Young as an independent um, auditor. What a reputation they have. Fantastic. Uh, d- doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's all talk about the 2019 jury <laughs> results. It was, it, was so, it was going so well, though. Um, you can use the same things as Eurovision, LED, pyro, mm-hmm. smoke machines, wind machines, the most important things. Uh, you can't use confetti, though, and oh. you can't use augmented reality. But that's yep. the same as if you were performing on stage in Rotterdam. So same situation. Okay, won't have the stage, but you're going to have a pretty good show potential there. And everyone's in the same boat. Everyone has to do it. Exactly. It just seems a good backup plan just to keep the continuation of the show going. You know, as I say, normally you would record rehearsals. You're not doing it this time. They need to have some backup 
this sounds like a sensible decision. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you there. Right, and it wasn't just that. More 2021 news has been quite a big couple of weeks because it has been two weeks since our last Eurovision episode. Yeah. Um, we've had um, a few artists, uh, well, a bit of artist news. Hurricane for Serbia, they are going to be back for 2021. Thoughts on that? Look, not shocked. The girls were big stars mm. and uh, as good as Beovizia is, and I think it's one of the outstanding national finals of the season, uh, obviously the, the broadcaster thinks whether it's a, a financial decision or an artistic decision, these girls deserve their chance. Um, again, I'm going to put it right on their back. They had a cracker of a song last year, so... You better top that one, girls. You better. Yeah, I mean, three amazing women. They will do a great performance, I'm sure, but can their song be as good? But, yeah, it's a shame to lose Bia Vizia, but also I understand why Hurricane would go through. They were a great little group. Mm, they were. We know there's a Dutch fan that's very happy about that. <laughs> um, on the other side of the news, The Roop. Who so Lithuania is having their national final. Good. The Roop are going to enter that, so they're not, you know, chucking their toys out of the pram and walking good. off. They're going to go. So you know what? We need to prove ourselves and get a good song and go. And I love them for that, and I love Lithuania for what they're doing. Absolutely, they were probably the, if not the best national final last year. Certainly one of the surprise packets, and and it's good to see a, a, a group like this go. Well, let's just go back into the mix you're not you don't have some god-given right to go through just because you won it last year come up with something better win it again come back bigger and better that's what i like to see yeah good on them uh little big have put a song in it's an internal selection for russia Mm -hmm. so they're not automatically being chosen but obviously they'll have a good chance because they were very well loved Mm -hmm. and they do come up with some cracking novelty songs (laughs) so um i can't even repeat on the podcast what their last song they released was (laughs) something about 2020 and what they can suck yes explicit Um, explicit 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 (laughs) okay um let's move on to some unfortunate news well fortunate unfortunate can i just go back well, I think it's actually better that Little Big. I don't think they had the best of their catalogue coming to Eurovision last year. I think they're going to bring something bigger and better. So, yeah, go for it, Little Big. Ooh, that was pretty good this is, last year. Yeah, no, I don't think compared to what they've done, that was really that great. I think they've got a much better, better chance for 2021. Okay, well, fair enough. Well, we'll, we'll see what we'll see, see what they bring, Michael. <laughs> yeah. um, so, artists not returning or not going into their national finals. I would have liked to see these artists go in the national finals. Uh, Demir from Croatia. Yeah, he's not going to be competing, which is a shame because I really liked his voice. I liked his performance. I didn't really like his song that much, so I would have liked to see him come back with a new song. But he's uh, not going to go into um, Dora this year. Uh, look, I have to say, his song was probably the biggest grower for me. I didn't really think too much about it at the start, but by the end of it, it would have been in my top 20. I really liked it. I really liked him. Um, it wasn't a shame not to see him back. Well, you don't win Eurovision in November, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, for <laughs> Finland, um, Axel uh, is not going to return and have a crack at UMK. So he won't be coming back either. So that's the 2021 Arnest News. Okay. Well, hopefully UMK bring us the quality they did last year because it was fantastic. Really, really great national final. And I'm glad, again, we're having a national final because, you know, we need content later on in the year. We do. <laughs> we do. And also the last little bit of tidbit of news um, for the week, uh, 20. 
2020 Grammy Award nominations were out and the Eurovision soundtrack, which we know a lot of people enjoyed, including ourselves, <laughs> is up for the soundtrack of the year for visual media. So oh. basically movies or TVs or series. Um, so yeah, that's a great little nod. Grammy Awards is nothing to sneeze at. What a feather in the cap for the producers of that. I mean, that soundtrack is fantastic. I would have loved to have seen Husevik. Uh, be nominated for really like the song, song. of the year uh, mm. kind of thing uh, as far as uh, the, the out, of, out of a soundtrack but terrific and it was a fantastic soundtrack and you know people shouldn't have uh, maybe been so negative before we saw the whole thing perhaps yeah it was a bit of a highlight of this year and the uh, soundtrack was fantastic so well done there Right, so we have some big news this week um, for Eurovision 2021. We have an artist announcement. I believe we have a new artist, Dale. We do, we do. Tell us all about it. (laughs) Yes. Well, look, we are going to throw to immediately to one of her songs Mm -hmm. because we're going to be really fair and we like to try and get pronunciation right here. Mm -hmm. And we have a wonderful Greek-Australian, Kyriakos, in the Aussie Vision team. And when we ran by our pronunciation of Elena, the artist, and the song we were going to do, he said we absolutely dogged it. He was pretty much in tears after our, our attempts at Greeks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we better let him do it, I reckon. So we are going to throw to him. So Kyriakos is going to introduce the artist and the song, not the Eurovision song, but a song we're going to show her artistic skill at. This is Elena Tsagrinou with Pame Aptinarchi. <laughs> So that was Elena. Um, she, <laughs> That's as far as we're going. We're as far as we're going. Um, look, she's 26 years old, born in Athens, Greece. Um, she made a name for herself at 14 on Greece Got Talent, making all the way to the semifinals. Nice. Uh, she then joined a group, had a very long career in that group before going solo just very recently, only last year, with that song we just heard, which I won't pronounce, um, which was written by Dimitris, Dimitri Kontopoulos, oh, which wow. we all there's know from the Dream we, Team. The name we all know, yeah. Exactly, and Nikos Moraitis as well, another really well-known name. Now, that she's had quite a successful solo career in that um, 12 months or so. She's a big TV star in Greece as well. And her song, which is El Diablo, mm. which has been announced for 2021 Eurovision, going with a Spanish name again for mm. Cyprus, uh, was actually written by a team of songwriters, including Laurel Barker, who's been behind Stones from Switzerland, Bigger Than Us, Sisters, She Got Me for Switzerland as well, Empires from Poland. And also the staging is going to be put together by Marcus Dietmann, who did Rise Like a Phoenix. So they've got a bit of a team behind... Um, um, Elena. Yeah, always. This this strikes me as, you know, Cyprus going back to the very well-trodden path. Uh, pop, young uh, young lady pop singer sings a kind of Spanish, <laughs> Spanish-inspired song, El Diablo. I think we can pretty much safely say there's going to be some Spanish influence in there. Look, this Panic Records, you've done it again. Let's see how we go. With the artists, this is all ticking all the boxes. I think we're going to have a good solid 
uh, you know, entry out of Cerberus this year. Yeah, no, I agree. Look, it's going to be solid. There, you've got a good team behind it. Um, you know, we're reading a lot into one name of a song title <laughs> here. What I really like is that, like, when you hear her catalogue of most recently, it's really it's up tempo. Mm-hmm. It's Kick. fun. It's Kick. good. It's good pop. Um, she sounds like she can perform it well. She's mm-hmm. experienced. She's been doing it since she's 14. That's really good as well. She's been on reality TV, which I always think is a tick, even from a young age. That's yeah. really fantastic. And what I like about this is Cyprus understands, and you know how I'm big on this, countries that recognize their current brand and don't go away from it. When Cyprus comes on at Eurovision, half of that 200 million on the night are going to be going, I'm expecting a med pop banger from an awesome female performer. Mm. And they're going to deliver it. Now, you can only do that a few times before it gets tiresome. <laughs> True. I don't think they're there yet. And I think, you know what? Milk that brand for all you've got. And she seems like a really good performer. So I'm looking forward to hearing the song. But it won't be out for quite a few months yet. I don't think we have an exact date, but it will definitely be further into next year yeah closer to the day one would imagine but i do kind of agree with you there there is almost a brand cypress kind of thing going on so may as well stick to what's been proven and true you know tamta eleni did fantastic did really great results for the country so why deviate too far if yeah. you ask me and they did they did do something different last year oh, yeah, and did. it wasn't overly uh, it did okay with fans mm-hmm. but it wasn't loved yeah. by fans so maybe they've already kind of sniffed the wind there a little bit and gone back to the well of what's been reasonably successful for them I, I guess we'll need to hear the song totally it could be terrible but who knows but um yeah well let's wait and see let's talk about children dale <laughs> Let's talk about Junior Eurovision 2020. Mm -hmm. It is happening basically in a few hours from when we're recording right now. That's true. Probably may have happened when you're listening to this. But uh, it is Junior Eurovision weekend. Voting is open for those who would like to vote. Mm -hmm. Preview videos have uh, been released. Anything catch your attention there too much, Dale? Was there anything? Oh, look, I've definitely already changed my mind from last week. (laughs) But some of the big ones that really stood out for us are still there right now. Um, You know, France came first with the Aussie Vision team rankings Mm -hmm. last week. To me, it's the iCard chart. It's got wonderful staging. She seems like she's performing a well. Mm -hmm. I see both jury and tally vote appeal, and I think it's the one to beat. Probably my winner. I would predict not my personal. Oh, you dumped Spain very quickly. Who's Spain? I don't know her. Um, Also, catching the eye, definitely Kazakhstan. We knew they were going to bring Mm -hmm. the staging. We said so. She's got a big dress. She looks amazing. She's going to do, she's going to really go out there and she's got every chance of winning um, the first title for Kazakhstan. I won't lie. I'd rather see Australia win something before Kazakhstan. Um, Spain's still solid, but Mm -hmm. I think maybe the staging wasn't quite what I was hoping for. Um, Belarus is saying really good solid performance i'll still do well and netherlands surprised me i think that looks really good and i think it'll do well with the televote sleeping in netherlands dale was always (laughs) going to be good look obviously the technical challenges of the upcoming event is what everyone is really focused on here Mm. this is basically scenario d for eurovision next year yes apart from there was three countries that actually did go to poland and perform that's serbia ukraine and malta Mm -hmm. the rest of them will be performing from their home countries this is technically quite different. The artistic director has already said it's not going to be as spectacular as it was last year. No. But this is a very different environment. And I think I'm really interested to see how they pull it together and how this whole show gels together because it could be a sign of the future. 
Totally agree. I think we're going to see um, what Eurovision could look like, and I can't wait to talk about it next week because I mm-hmm. reckon we will really see some interesting things come out of that. I agree. Some things we love, probably some things we hate, yep. um, but it's a real big learning thing, and if you're not watching it tonight live and you're hearing this in a few days, um, then go back and watch the, the YouTube video because I reckon we need to get an idea of what it could be look like next year, and you'll see how wrong, right or wrong our predictions are. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but I'm going to jump on the bag wagon as well from the snippets i saw i think i'm leaning towards france now rather than spain yeah yeah indeed sorry let's talk about i think it's going to be the crux of our uh, podcast today festival night 59 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> from albania festivalia kungus uh fic Fickmas for the fans. It is Albania's national final, the way to kick off the national final season for us Euro fans. We got the songs really early. Mm. Um, so we got them a couple of weeks ago, just after our last podcast. And in that time, the Aussie Vision team went through all 26 entries and ranked them as a team, 12 of us of that team ranked, and we had a top 10 that we put out in an article, but we're going to run through the top three today specifically. So without further ado, let's go to third place. It is Era Rusi with Zia Im. Michael, third place with the Aussie Vision team. What do you think about this song and entry? Um, I, re- I think this song is almost an epitome of how I feel about Fick. This is probably only the third or fourth year that I'm watching it in its entirety or listening to the songs, and it grows on me. It grows <laughs> on me so much. There's so much traditional, almost melded with modern kind of here that I really love you know and the longer I go with Vic the more the traditional actually seeps into my sort of you know my being the way I like the songs <laughs> okay. whereas normally I was attracted to the western songs I'm starting to get more attracted to the kind of eastern songs now okay yep. and, and that's just I think with exposure to Fick and other national finals as well look th- this to me it has elements that are very good. I can't say the studio really grabs me and shakes me. I just think it's very thick. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the chorus works for me. I think it's very, very good and it could work for a lot of Western ears. It's just this has got something that could come alive on stage and particularly on a thick stage. Mm. You know what I mean? This, Mm. This has got thick drama written all over it so if she can bring the live this could win me over it hasn't totally won me over but this could totally win me over with the drama bring the drama look i i agree with a lot of that there's this does really wrap up thick well um they're amazing parts there's some really hot mess elements of this song it's all over the shop but somehow it pulls together to come across and you leave going i enjoyed that i think i think <laughs> and that's kind of the show and it's done really well in this one with this one song of a studio but when you do hear it i really do agree with you this is 
done for a live fic performance. Exactly. This song is written for a live fic performance and I can see it and I can hear it and I know it's going to work live. When I hear the studio, I'm like, what is going on here? What is going on there? And I think it's got a lovely little catchy chorus element. It's There's half a chorus and it goes to something else. It's a bit of another <laughs> chorus. Um, but the build-up to it, the other parts, I find really chaotic and doesn't really sing to me a lot. Mm-hmm. I, probably, I think from memory it was around sixth place for me overall. Okay. Um, but I feel like it could really uh, rise to the live performance. And generally the comments for the team were like, there were things like chaos, um, urgent, hot mess. It'll come alive live. It's too short. I want to listen to more of it. That was Laura. I don't know anyone else who said that. And someone said it reminded them of wild dances. Okay. And I can kind of hear that a bit. All right. A bit. Okay, I mean, ultimately, they sounded like negative comments, but the team put this third, so we obviously quite like it. Yeah, you know, I think it's just like, wow, that was chaos, but I kind of yeah. loved it. I think I loved it. That was good. Let's see that what that's like live. I think it's one of those things, there's something there. Yes. There is something. You want to go back to it and listen again, mm-hmm. and you don't skip over it, and you're not dying wondering what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is a live song, though, as we've already said. All right. Well, let's move on to our runner-up. It is Marut with Nusades. Famously went out in the semi-finals a couple of years ago with a big male ballad. He's mm-hmm. got something quite different this time, Michael. What do you think of this? A little more upbeat this year coming out from Marud. Um, look, for me, I've written here, Eurofan bait. <laughs> so for the pan-European audience, yes, this is kind of, this is what they want to hear. This is this is very Albania. I'm not so convinced. I, I think there's some nice traditional elements to this, but at the same token, we get this very tiresome trot bop kind of vibe and a drop for the chorus. It, for me, it lacks any real substance for this one. I, I just don't, there's nothing in it. It's got some nice little moments, but ultimately, I just feel it's a little bit of fluff that passes through my ears for three minutes and I forget about it. There's nothing in this that really grabs me. Look, I, I see why Marud's gone in this direction. I think he's a talented artist. I really well, like him. Well, the other direction didn't work. Well, that's it. Like, you do the, the traditional, <laughs> yeah. that sort yeah. of thick ballad, maybe not very traditional sounding, but still, big voice, does something, doesn't get through the semis. He's come back with something that is a little bit more upbeat, which Fick has been going in that direction for the last couple of years. And I think there's a lot of great elements of this, and it's definitely going to depend on how I can pull this together as a live performance. Because I do agree with you, I'm disappointed to hear a very 2017 mm. sound. I'm not. People compare this with a Fuego sound. I'm comparing it with a Dialaga from Malta, 2017. <laughs> oh, that's niche. Well, that is a niche reference. That is a niche <laughs> reference. But it was basically let's pick out a trop bop sounding backing mm. bit from yeah. a catalog in 2017 and put some male vocals over it it feels really not like a great production there i i there's nothing to hang on to and i think it's a bit 
early dated, which is my worst kind of dated. Give me Schlager dated, I'm oh, there yeah. for it. <laughs> Give me something that sounds three, four years old, I hate that sound. Mm, yeah. It doesn't work for me. So I do think it's going to sound better in, on stage. And I think, I, I, underst- so. I understand why fans really like this. And I do like this. Um, and I understand why it's second, but it's certainly not going to come in second place at Fick. I'm, it's not a Fick song. Look, I'm, all I'm going to say is the juries leave this in the semifinals. I wouldn't be too disappointed again. Oh, Michael, know, that's a bit that's harsh. There's just nothing about this that does anything You for put me. this in your top ten. I did, but it does <laughs> nothing. It's pleasant and it's fine, but there's nothing about it that blows my socks off. Was it close to winning? No. Nowhere near my top, top songs. Oof, no end. Look, there's elements about this, and I think people are pointing out, because a few of the team had it as 12 points, and I think there is something like, you know, there is a bit of a beat behind. You can imagine that crowd at Fick clapping along to that, and I agree with that. I can imagine there's something that you could work the crowd into. Do a good vocal. It's just when the trot bot comes on, what's he going to do? Stand there like, what's his face last year? Gene? Gina? And just like, just do nothing. He's not going to do a dance routine. Mm. Um, I hope he doesn't do a dance routine. So we'll see what happens. I, I have my worries, oh, yeah. but I also see the merits of the song. I think you're being a little bit unfair. Oh, look, I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm just not thinking this is great. That's all. That's no, no. All, that's all I'm saying. Fair enough, fair enough. I, there's a lot of people who love that song. So Speaking of something great... <laughs> Okay, well, I think we're a bit biased here, but in first place is Ines Naziri with Pendessa. Full episode we did before Junior, we did say watch out for Innes Naziri. Mm-hmm. Um, third place at Fick a couple of years ago has won U Wave, has won the Golden Stag competition as well. Big song contest in Europe, and I had massive, massive um, hopes for this song, and I wasn't disappointed. Were you? Not at all. <laughs> this works for me completely. Like this sounds written for Eurovision. But it also works, I think, for a FIC audience. It is on the Western side of FIC songs, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. And we saw what happened to Elvana last year. So I'm a little bit worried that there's a not automatic lay down misere for this one. But my gosh, you can tell this has a writing team behind it. She well and truly has the vocals to deliver this. The studio is amazing already. I think we're going to see a live that elevates that even further because we know she's got it in the locker. This is tick, tick, tick. I mean, it basically, it have to be, again, a road juror, which makes sure this doesn't go through because this is fantastic stuff. I think it's very hard with knowing how thick works and what works for it and where the, the direction towards a bit more westernization has come. This is the song. Oh. It ticks every box. It gives you a big female ballad with really big moments in the chorus to show off her amazing voice. 
Um, it's written for Eurovision, so it's not just got thick and mind. And I like the ambition of that. We're not going to get a revamp. We'll get a little revamp, well, we but already, we're not changing the song. We here. already know we get a revamp every year out of Fick. Yep. This is ready to go. How much can you revamp well, all this, apart from putting it in English? Which might work better for it, to yep, be honest. I, I think it could have been written with English in mind. Totally. It can yeah. totally work in English right now. So yep. we know they're going to revamp it. It's pretty much done. It's packaged. It's ready. It's Send the CDs out, Dale. Do people still listen to CDs? Um, send promos, the promotional CDs out <laughs> and the cassettes. It's ready to go. Yeah, look, I think she's got a great voice. I reckon the um, RTSH would love to send her. She's a great artist. She has not come to this competition without wanting to win it. I don't see anything else in this competition rivaling it as a full package. I think this could be some wonderful vocals. Mm. But overall, again, unless it's a rogue juror, and I did pretty much put my house down on Matana last year. So, you know, you've got to be a bit careful in these yeah. things. But if there's one song I've ever been more confident about winning a national final, it's, it's a rare, rare one. This just ticks every box of Fick. And even if you take your own personal taste out of it, because mm-hmm. I went into listening to this expecting something great and I was ready to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they've, t- they've done it. They've yeah. done it. This yep. is really, 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 really good. Um, so I think this is going to win Fick. It's my favourite, and I think it's deservedly will do um, um, Albania proud at Eurovision in Rotterdam, but still a long way to go. It's not there yet. I agree. I'm going to get COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Um, Look, I'm going to call it as well. I think this should win. should definitely win. Um, We'll see what the live is like. I can't imagine he's going to butcher it too bad. Uh, Apart from that, as we say, the only thing that could possibly go against this is a rogue juror, perhaps. So... Um, Fick will be somewhere between the 17th and 23rd of December, I believe so. We don't have the exact dates. It is looking like to be an outside performance mm-hmm. or semi-outside from wow. what we've seen. In, that... in, in like winter in Albania, you're yeah. going to sit outside oh, well, you do for ca- four hours? You do carols. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll make it shorter. Oh, <laughs> the stunned silence, I think, said everything. Then. All right. Well, you could well, probably well, throw a couple of performers on the fire <laughs> from what I heard from those songs. Oh, Let me keep everyone warm. Anyway, we can move on. So, look, that we will know probably more details when it's happening next week. So that is fig for um, our, our picks for another year. Mm. And that's that's it for the show this week. Now, just to give you a heads up, we have the Nash- Aussie Vision National Final Countdown next Saturday happening. So that is something where we have polled all Eurovision fans about their favorite national final songs of all time. We do it every year. Mm-hmm. This one we're doing in the lead up to the wonderful ESC 250. So it'll be next weekend. Uh, that'll be on our Twitter, which is at... Vision Net. Correct, Michael. Um, <laughs> so thanks very much for joining us. Thanks very much for the research this week from Aussie Vision contributor Kyriakos Sinovitz and his wonderful pronunciations as well. <laughs> um, and you can catch Aussie Vision Net, as Michael just mentioned, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for joining us, guys. Allora. See ya. <laughs>